Considering the role technology will play in the future of education is now a key focus for school leaders. At Exertus Ireland, together with Microsoft, we're here to support schools every step of the way with powerful tools to help create brighter futures. Talk to us today about solutions for your school. Visit exertus.ie forward slash Microsoft Teaching and Learning. Exertus.ie forward slash Microsoft Teaching and Learning. Moncrief on News Talk. Time for Tell Me Why uh, with Graham Finley. As ever, if you've got a question for Graham, you can send it in to afternoon at newstalk.com. Today's question is this Why haven't we invented smell-o-vision yet? Gi- Graham joins us now on News Talk. Good afternoon, Graham. Good afternoon. And I suppose the answer is we have, of course, in- in- invented smell-o-vision. Indeed, people have never stopped inventing smell-o-vision. It's, uh, it's a big thing. But it's never really worked commercially, which is uh, which is the interesting part. So, right. But uh, be, people keep trying. So, yeah. uh, and in fact, smell. I mean, smell is a really, really powerful uh, uh, ability and uh, sense for yeah. us. It's really, really important to us. Um, our olfactory bulb is famously right next to the sort of parts where which form memories of our brain. And and scents have a really powerful effect on our memory and our mood and our behavior and everything. Um, and we often even react to them before we realize we're smelling them. Uh, so so you'd love to harness that for your, your theatrical productions. And indeed, people have. The Greeks used to use scented uh, materials in their, their plays. Shakespeare's Macbeth famously involves thunder and lightning, which involved usually setting off something involving gunpowder, which then gave this sulfurous smell for the witches scene. And, you know, and on and on. I mean, some some of Shakespeare's plays were seen as particularly smelly. Uh, <laughs> so 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 it's 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 something people tried a lot, but that's not going to satisfy the, the good people of Hollywood. So they've tried to go with chemicals um, ever back to 1916 when a theater uh, flooded the the audience with rose oil during a, a, a film of a Rose Bowl football game. Um, and this started off the trend of it not being very pleasant and accordingly not catching on. Uh, because, you know, if you're awash with rose oil, you probably can't focus on the game. Yeah. So in 1959-60, they came back to it uh, because uh, television was really taking over and, and Hollywood was just desperate to try and find something which your television couldn't do. And so in, enter smell vision or its great rival, Aromarama, which uh, <laughs> had been, I know, <laughs> the, the actually, it was really a bitter feud. The guy who invented Aromarama first released it before Smellovision came out uh, because he wanted to scoop his opponent. And his, his opponent's father had invented Cinerama, which also didn't take off. He sort of wanted to remind him of that fact. Um, the uh, the Smellovision guy's father had also, before his death, been married to Elizabeth Taylor. So he put Elizabeth Taylor in the movie as the elusive, scented woman who who only gets revealed at the end. Elizabeth Taylor in the movie Scent of Mystery, which which was which was his particular contribution. But they'd invented the you know the the, the technology behind smell-o-vision had been invented in 1939 by this guy Lauba, who had become. Really, really good at, I mean, this sort of smacks of technology we're really invested in now, at getting smells and getting the air and cleaning the air out of theaters. And so he became really good at taking scent out, and he suddenly started becoming obsessed with putting it in. 
Uh, and so he worked and worked, and he developed his smell brain, which, if you're feeling colorful, was sort of like a machine gun for smell, but uh, slightly less colorfully. It was just a sort of belt. It was like a slideshow, if people can remember what physical slides were like, you know, uh, for, for smells where a belt would go around and they'd spray it out uh, periodically. And uh, the, the rival Aromarama film was something which was very popular with even physical sense in theaters, which was a travelogue of China. It was called Behind the Great Wall. And uh, it was, um, you know, which might have been better than Scent of a Mystery, because Scent of a Mystery really didn't work. Um, you know, the smell brain just misfunctioned terribly. And the people in the, you know, so it was, they put in all this piping in, in theaters to send it directly to individual seats. But the people in the, in the, in the balcony, you know, gravity, I suppose, prevented them from getting it on time. And so mm. they'd be smelling stuff out of sync sequence. And the big problem is smell. And also then the people in the front couldn't smell it at all. And so they were <laughs> sniffing loudly, which <laughs> took away from the exotic Spanish environment of, of, the, of the film. Uh, they released it as a film without a smell, which was a moderate success. But people wondered why someone would take a loaf of bread out of the oven and hold it up to the camera for like five minutes, uh, <laughs> you know, just as in 3D movies, people were always lobbing baseballs and stuff at you. So yeah. it didn't work and it just disappeared, but people are still pursuing this dream today. Yeah, why are people still pursuing this dream today, given, <laughs> uh, given the, 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 because most cinemas smell of, you know, sweat and old farts. So you have to get rid of that first anyway and evenly distributing it. And really even does the smell add to it particularly? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, maybe that's the old farts and, and sort of stale popcorn, which is, you know, in, incentivizing people to continue to explore smell-o-vision. And, you know, some Japanese people have, have worked on a screen. Now, I think this is more of a screen for your home consumption, but it's got so many little fans on it, at least six, but quite possibly more, which, you know, localize the scent to whatever you're supposed to be smelling. Uh, so, you know, if it's fish in the bottom right-hand corner, it's going to come out of there and things like that. Now, clearly, many films do not really lend themselves to smell-o-vision. Um, you know, if there's a lot of rotting fish in your film, you might reconsider the smell-o-vision angle. But, uh, mm. So usually it's something nice. But, uh, and, and indeed, in Scent of Mystery, you were supposed to identify the characters by the different scents. And Peter Laurie, who was in it, was drinking coffee, but his coffee smelled like brandy. And that was sort of a plot point. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so the, you know, the people have gone with this. And there's even 4DX, which is a new theater seat, which not just has smells emanating from it, but it'll also spray you with water. It'll fling you around and bubbles will, you know, mists, all kinds of stuff. It's a very expensive way to see a movie. But uh, people do keep pursuing this because um, it is powerful. And it does really take you places which, which just visuals can't. But the, the real hurdle to be overcome is sense, you know, light and sound, they, they get to you very quickly and they disappear equally quickly. Whereas with scent, it tends to linger. Uh, and it's really hard to overcome one scent with another one, which was what um, Scent of Mystery ran into. The other thing is there aren't really primary smells the way there are primary colors. In fact, they've had more success with taste-o-vision, which is a way of trying to convey tastes through the Internet, um, often using a really bizarre device, which has sort of five flavors, salty, sweet, sour, um, uh, umami, uh, and you know, bitter, and things like that. Uh, and you stick that on your tongue, and it, in theory, can simulate various flavors. But you know, you know, some of these devices have up to 128 different scents, uh, which they try to combine into other scents. 
so that that's a real obstacle to to pursuing your goal of really accurate sense. But virtual reality and gaming um, is working away on these kinds of things, and uh, there are now things you can hook up to your VR set or to whatever game, and you can play Minecraft, and they have different scents. You know, they have about six bottles, I think, most of them. You know, different scents for different uh, waterfalls or different environments in Minecraft. Uh, now you can buy new scents and put them in, depending on what game you're playing. And apparently they're pretty effective and, and, and people like them, but they're also very expensive, and so they may take a while to catch on. Yeah. Uh, it's never going to catch on, Graham. That's, that's pretty much what we're looking at here, really. I the most know. exciting thing for me is the smell camera. And this is maybe where more progress has been made. People want to capture a particular smell from their youth. And people are using it to try and take the sense of soon-to-be-extinct plants. And that was one of the first uses, which seems slightly more important than scent of mystery. Um, and there's even one device called the Madeline, which is a quite a freaky looking little device. And it refers to Proust, of course, who's the scent of a Madeline uh, dipped in tea, takes him back to his youth. And 5,000 pages later, mm. um, you don't know much more about it. But um, you know a lot about Proust, I guess. But uh, in any case, um, these um, are a little more promising. And one of the great things about this is you can do this at home. So you can... Take whatever you want to remember the smell of or you want to capture for your future use, like pine needles or something like that. Uh, you put it in a pot with a mason jar in the middle. You boil the water in the pot. But first, you've put the lid of the pot on the pot upside down with ice on top. How does this work? Well, the uh, boiling water volatilizes the smelly part of whatever you're, you want to smell and, and, and save for later. Uh, and, you know, it, it could, because we can smell it because it's more volatile than just plain old water or whatever. So it then vaporizes, collects on the cold handle of the pot and drips down into the jar. So then you can capture, cap the jar and you've got your scent preserved forever. Um, and then you can analyze it and try and figure out what goes into it and maybe create it artificially and then transmit it as a digital file through the internet. All of this stuff is happening. So, so there's hope. Yeah, okay. Or you can just have a nice cup of tea. Graham, thanks a million. Uh, as ever, uh, Graham Finley there. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. Moncrief on News Talk. If you are 65 or over, or you have a weak immune system, you can now get your second COVID-19 booster vaccine. Your vaccine is due four months after your last vaccine. It will improve your protection from COVID-19. You can book a vaccination centre appointment on hsc.ie or contact a participating GP or pharmacy. For more information on your second booster or to book an appointment, visit hsc.ie or call our team in HSE Live on 1800 700 700 from the HSE for us all.